0: Hello and welcome to Cyber 321, Plain English Cyber in three articles, two numbers and one action. My name's Sam Glynn and it is October 14th, 2022. This week, what has the HSE cyber attack got to do with skyscrapers? How hackable are you? And is it ever a bad time to watch face off? This week's action is if you work for yourself and have concerns about a cyber attack, I may have a solution for you. So let's get into it. First up, the bots are coming to LinkedIn. There appears to be a growing problem of fake profiles on LinkedIn, according to a recent report by Krebs on Security and mentioned by Secure the Village. The recent proliferation of phony executive profiles on LinkedIn is creating something of an identity crisis for the business network and for companies that rely on it to hire and screen prospective employees. The fabricated LinkedIn identities which pair AI-generated profile photos with text lifted from legitimate accounts, are creating major headaches for corporate HR departments and for those managing invite-only LinkedIn groups. So what? Well, don't believe everything you read online. It's easy for the bad guys to create a fake profile that can then be used to fool you into doing something that you later regret. For example, getting conned into opening a malicious file, which might look like a CV, or visiting a malicious website. LinkedIn is a major hunting ground for the recruitment industry, so I never thought I'd say it, but I pity recruiters right now. In the second article this week is about the HSE attack and what really happened. The HSE, Ireland's Health Service, was crippled by a cyber attack in May of 2021. A detailed report on the what, how and when was published by the organisation in December and you can access the 157-page report online. I won't reveal the plot twists. But I recommend you read Brian Honan's view on the key findings. Brian is a voice of reason in the midst of the sky is falling world of cybersecurity, So it's useful to read his take on the report. He sees plenty of positives arising from the HSE's transparency in publishing a report that is targeted at a non-technical audience. There are plenty of nuggets in Brian's analysis. Here's just a few. First up, don't stop at the scapegoat. Identify all causes of an incident. Also, most breaches aren't sophisticated. They require a chain of events that lead to a bigger breach. And then if your business needed a fleet of cars for salespeople or vans for deliveries, it would keep those vehicles up to date and maintained properly. Similarly, the longer your business operates on aged equipment and underinvests in cybersecurity, the bigger the probability that you will suffer a major breach or an outage. So what? Well, if you remember one quote from Brian, remember this one. Getting the basics right isn't as simple as it sounds. Patching software and keeping antivirus up to date for 5 or 10 computers is straightforward. But doing that for 5,000 or 10,000 machines with all dependencies they have on different legacy systems is much less so. We need to be mindful of the wider context. So when you read about the latest solution or service that addresses a particular cybersecurity risk, you need to think about whether it is a good fit for your situation. A solution that's designed to solve a problem for an individual is not suitable for a large company and vice versa. Each has different needs and different capabilities. A large global organization may not be able to operate effectively without a skyscraper, but a small company would be crippled by that same skyscraper. And in the last of the three articles, the question is asked, how hackable are you? Secure the Village recently published an easy-to-read personal cybersecurity guide, which uses plain English to help you assess just how hackable you and your family members are. It also provides very useful pointers on how to reduce your hackability. And yes, hackability is a word. Recommendations include the older liables like multi-factor authentication, backups, antivirus and cyber awareness. So what? Well, as mentioned by Brian Honan in his HSE analysis, most breaches aren't sophisticated. Do not underestimate the significant value of the simple steps described in this guide. And if you work for yourself and this guide raises questions about your own cyber defences, take a look at this week's action, which I discuss in a moment. The first of two numbers this week is 35 million US dollars. And that is Morgan Stanley has been fined $35 million for failing to securely destroy the personal data of customers that had been stored on the company's old hard drives and servers. And that's according to a report by Tice. When a laptop or PC comes to the end of its life, your responsibilities for the data stored on that device do not end. You need to ensure the data is securely destroyed so it doesn't fall into the hands of others using the Windows file delete function is not enough as the data could still be restored from the device. Many companies arrange for the storage disks to be physically shredded to guarantee the data cannot be accessed in the future. That's not particularly good for the environment but it is good for our personal data. The second number this week is 1 million and that is Facebook has reported that the login details of up to 1 million people may have been stolen by over 400 rogue applications that were available on Apple's and Google's mobile app stores. And that's according to a recent report in the Irish Independent. So what? Well, if an app requires you to log in with your account credentials of another platform, this should set off the scam alarm in your head. And remember, your social media and email accounts are you on the internet. If someone gains access to these accounts, they become you. Which reminds me, is there ever a bad time to watch the movie face off? And the one action this week is if you work for yourself and you are not a techie, but you worry about a cyber attack, then is it time you nail cybersecurity so you can get back to your real job? I recommend that everyone reads the Secure the Village Guide that I mentioned earlier. After all, multi factor authentication, strong passwords, backups, cyber awareness, and disk encryption. What's not to love? But if you work for yourself and you are concerned about the impact of a cyber attack on your professional reputation, but this guide is not enough, I may have the solution. I'm running a program in a few weeks for people who work for themselves, who are not techies, but who are concerned about the impact that a cyber attack would have on their professional reputation sign up for the next session closes on the 31st of October and it will commence on Tuesday November 8th if that sounds interesting more information is available on my site codeinmotion.ie just click the how I help button and PS if you know anyone else who fits the description they work for themselves they rely on a laptop and a phone they have an email account and rely on a few online systems They're not a techie, but they do worry about a cyber attack. I'd appreciate it if you could point them in my direction. That's it for this week. Until next time, take care.